So, first thing, Merry Christmas. This is the best day of the year, aside from Easter. I mean, just absolutely joyful, amazing. It's, it's, it's really special. This is kind of low-key my favorite Mass of the year. It's like really like small and intimate. It's just the side of the church, and yet we have some of the most beautiful music in town. So, thank you guys. Back whenever I was a kid, we used to watch a lot of Western films. Western movies like Shane, True Grit, and the Dollars Trilogy. And one of the things that was interesting about all these Western films that made them kind of unique, not really unique, because this is a very common theme throughout Western films, was every single one of these films had a, had a mysterious character. A character that, that was a protagonist, ultimately, but kind of just came out of nowhere. Didn't really know his name. He didn't really know where he came from. He just kind of arrived, just straightened out the town. And what did he do? He rode off into the sunset. This is a very, very common theme in Western films. A great, honestly, a great example of this nowadays, because not a whole lot of Western films are being made, is the Disney Plus Mandalorian. We don't know who the Mandalorian is. It's a mystery. For those who are unfamiliar with this show, The Mandalorian is, I don't know, is basically a mysterious science fiction knight-like figure. He wears a suit of armor, his face is always covered, and we really have no idea what his name is. They call him Mando, because he's a Mandalorian. He's loaded with weapons, and he is just ready to fight. And to be honest, if I were the Lord, which I'm not, thank goodness, but if I were the Lord... That is how I would come onto the earth. I would come as a mysterious figure, armed to the teeth, ready to fight. Nobody really knowing where I came from. Nobody really knowing where I'm going. My own man, ready to kick some tail. That would be how I would come into the earth. Just absolutely invincible, ready to wage war. Which is probably a good thing why I'm not God. But the crazy part is, the Lord does exactly the opposite. If I would want to come as an invincible, mysterious warrior, he comes as a vulnerable, ordinary baby. If you will, for those Mandalorian fans, he comes as Baby Yoda. He's the little green thing that's vulnerable, easy to kill, and yet entrusts himself to the care of a man. And I would argue that's why Jesus became a baby and not a mysterious Mandalorian, not a mysterious character in Westerns, but rather a baby. Why? So that you and I can learn to trust him. So that you and I can learn to trust him. Back whenever I was in seminary, we had a conference by Father Michael Gately. Some of y'all might be familiar with Father Michael Gately. He wrote the book, 33 Days to Morning Glory. Very, very big into the, to the, the movement of Marian consecration, according to St. Louis de Montfort. I remember him saying at a conference that the entirety of salvation history, from Abraham the patriarch to John the Baptist the prophet, from the Mosaic law to the catechism of the Catholic Church, from the miracles of the desert to the miracles of Fatima, 
is God working to get us fearful and skittish creatures to trust in him? All of salvation history is God working to get us fearful and skittish creatures to trust in him. And it makes sense. Especially because of the sin of our first parents. What is the first reaction that Adam and Eve have? It's a reaction of shame. They have to cover themselves. They hide themselves from God. They don't want to face Him. They want to run. They want to hide. And ever since that shame has sunk into the fabric of humanity, we have been on an unavoidable trajectory of sin. Cain and Abel, Jacob and Esau, Joseph and his brothers, Saul and David, all committed their sins because of their shame. They simply did not feel that they were worth it. Shame, I would argue, is the ultimate cause of our sin, the ultimate cause of our hatred toward other people, the ultimate cause of our lack of ability to be vulnerable especially to God. Shame is a feeling that you and I simply are not enough, that we are weak, pathetic people, and that we cannot be trusted. We simply cannot be trusted. We're not worthy, we're not responsible, and we don't have what it takes. A lie that was sewn into the fabric of our being ever since our first parents. And that, my dear friends, is the beauty of the baby Jesus. That is the beauty of Christmas. My favorite part of the week, every week, without fail, is the after the 10 a.m. Mass on Sundays. Because after the 10 a.m. Mass on Sundays, I get to go out, I get the privilege of leaving after Mass, processing out and hang out in the plaza. And what happens? Moms bring me their babies, and I get to hold them. It is awesome. I suggest you become a priest just to get that experience. It's quite amazing. And the best part, though, too, is it's not just the babies. Children will come running up to me just to play. I don't know. They must not know me very well. But it's really a, a phenomenally flattering experience. I remember one time after Mass, this made no sense to me whatsoever. This little tiny girl, she had to be like maybe one, one and a half years old, came running up to me, arms wide open, and asked me to hold her. And you know, for about the next six months, every time she was at Mass, she would always come and ask me to just hold her on her own, all by herself, with like those big, beautiful doe eyes. Baby Yoda had nothing on her. She was adorable. And I mean, she was, and and the thing about her though, is that Whenever I would look at her, running toward me, for me to hold her, I felt like I was looking at God. Because that's exactly what he did whenever he became man and dwelt among us. Whenever he became a little baby, born on December 25th, 2,000 years ago, he was like that little, tiny child, running to the arms of humanity, asking us to hold him and telling us the three most essential words 
every human being needs to hear. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Think about that. We're talking about the Lord of heaven and earth. We're talking about God, power and might. The one who crushed armies. The one who destroyed cities. The one who flooded the earth. And he's looking at us in the eyes and telling us that he trusts us. And that if we take care of him, if we nurture him in our hearts, he will in turn nurture us. That's the beauty of God. God is not a micromanager. If anything, he's a delegator. If anything, some people might argue he trusts us too much. Because the crazy part is it didn't end at the nativity scene. It didn't end at the crash. It continued throughout his life. Whenever he appointed those 12 men, he entrusted them with the gospel message. He said, you go out and baptize all nations in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You guys do it and I will be with you. I trust you. I trust you. And that is the beauty of the Christmas story. Guys, how many of us live in shame at our weakness? How many of us live in doubt of our ability? How many of us live in confusion of what we're capable of? And yet God is right here. Not just as Lord of power and might, not just the destroyer of armies, but as a little baby to look you in the eye, to look me in the eye and say those three words, I trust you. Will you trust me?